create with Fran Sydney. Hello everyone and welcome to the show. This is Fran Sydney and this is Create with France. We are today on episode 153 and we have a very special guest today with us all the way from California, but originally from Germany. We have here Claudia Wenin. So welcome to the show. Hi friends, thank you for having me on your show. Thank you. I'm so excited to have you. We had a, a nice pre-podcast chat with Claudia. There was so much that we want to talk about. We, we could talk for so, so long, but yay, the podcast only lasts half an hour. And today we're going to talk about the relationship between the parent, the mother and the child, especially the mother and daughter relationship. And you might ask, who is Claudia, and I'm just reading from her amazing website. Claudia is everything. <laughs> she, she's done functional medicine, she's done naturopathy, she's done natural psychotherapy at quantum level, she's done um, everything, hypnosis. For this day, you have not done Claudia. She can help you like a holistic practitioner can help you, looking at the whole body. So I'm really excited to talk to you about the problems, the issues and what can we do to improve our relationship with our parents or to our children. We all are the parent of somebody or the child of somebody or the sibling and we can see how this relationship can really mold our life. And if there are toxic relationships, if there are problems, especially communication problems, we see that we carry those problems in our life and we might not be able to develop really healthy relationships when we find a spouse or when we have friends and we go to work because we believe something about ourselves that is not correct and we believe something about other people that is only a lot of stories we're telling to ourselves. So today I would love to talk to to Claudia and see, imagining what you guys would like to know about parents and children. And Claudia was telling me before that sometimes there are mothers that say, my daughter doesn't talk to me. And, um, you know, that could be one of the things that maybe is happening to you guys listening to us, you know, communication, parents not talking to the children or vice versa, maybe when you're a teenager or maybe in your 20s, 30s when you moved out. Is that a good angle for you to get started maybe talking about lack of communication? Yeah, it's a perfect start. Yeah, it definitely is one of the prime aspects, communication and really we all are children of someone right um we have we all have a mother and we have a connection with someone that is um unbreakable even if we don't live with them and we also then find our own understanding how to move through life how to manage living in this world and especially if we live with our parents you know at a young age and as a teenager um, 
we develop our own ideas um, based on how we perceive the world. And that is a very individual approach. Um, I mean, really, truly, even if I would say, you know, the grass is green and then somebody else agrees with me, the grass is green. Most likely the green that I call green may have a different shade and a different shade of color or a different, you know, impression for the other. And fortunately we can use language to kind of agree on things, but often it can also be um, a hindrance, which we just have to address and look at. Just because I say this is right and this is wrong, that doesn't mean that everybody else would agree with what I perceive as right or wrong. And yes, communication is the way to actually go deeper into this and literally sit down and and share with each other what do I mean by you know right or wrong what I mean by you should do such and such and you shouldn't do such and such and why don't you and you know all these questions which are completely based on expectations that have not been communicated openly so then we get stuck in judgment and the other doesn't even know where we're coming from what expectations these judgments are based upon and yeah how do we even talk with each other when we come from completely different worldviews so this is what we have to acknowledge i think and actually very neutrally acknowledge that everyone at whatever age they are has a very unique way of perceiving the world around them and you can probably remember when when your daughter was little you know how uh, children they just they bring in elements we have no idea where they're coming from they see things we don't see they make connections we can't make they have stories about something and you just wonder wow where's this coming from right that is very creative and very beautiful how they as a, at a young age already interpret the world in a very individual way and as a parent we can support them in sharing that with us so that we always somehow have access to their world because if we not do that that's then what happens that's when a mother comes to me in a session says my daughter doesn't talk to me i can't talk to her when we meet we just get on each other's nerves and then we start yelling and then the silent treatment comes and then it's just like it's unbearable we don't get anywhere it get, gets worse every time we meet and basically at one point this one mother even said I don't even have a daughter anymore and that's very very painful and very very deep and I I could see how much it has just cut her into pieces so this though is again also a perception she still has a daughter 
she will always have a daughter and she always wants to have a relationship with her daughter. So then we just have to kind of start from, from a neutral place and build up a new understanding how we can communi communicate with each other. And it will take time, but it can happen. And we start with us. We don't start with telling the other what's wrong with them. We start with looking at what expectations do I have in this case of my daughter? How do I think she should be? And what do I kind of unconsciously but continuously judge about her? Like she talks too fast, she doesn't listen, she doesn't do what I say, whatever it might be, right? So let's just look at all these layers first and come to a place of, of recognition of what our expectations are, come to a place of staying in awareness of what is going on with us mentally and emotionally and kind of honor that. All right, I'm a mother. I care about my daughter. I love my daughter. I don't want her to get into trouble. These are often the underlying reasons why we come into expectations and judgment because ultimately we want to see them to live a great life, to have a safe life, to have the best life they can possibly have. And we may be overreaching at times. We may be having expectations that in order for the daughter to have a good life, she has to behave in this certain way. And that is where this incredible generational aspect comes in. Because truly, and hey, I know this from, you know, talking with my own mother. Um, my mother completely absorbed certain teachings that were given to her when she was young, how you have to move through life in order to be safe and successful and yes, cared for. However, we have to become aware of these concepts because the concepts she grew up with are not really such a good fit for the world I was growing up in. So there's nothing wrong with what she was taught, but it's like, you know, it needs a refreshment, or as people say, these beliefs have to be updated, <laughs> like 30, 40 years later, which is not that unusual, you know? Everything needs updating, if you will. Everything needs renewal, refreshment. I want to even say rebirthing beliefs. I mean, look at nature. Everything has a cycle. And then there is a sense of, okay, this doesn't serve us so much anymore. And then there's renewal and new beginning. There's seasons, there's cycles. And that could happen also with beliefs, how we should be in this world and how we should relate to each other. I mean, the concept that a mother and daughter could be literally friends was rather foreign to the regeneration of my mother. But what if that is something that brings so much 
connection and fulfillment and joy nowadays why wouldn't we ex want to experience it want to learn about it and want to communicate about it how we can make this happen now so i think um, relationships are just another um, visceral experience of evolution life is moving forward and we have a choice we can move forward with it openly with awareness and communicate about it or not does that answer your question <laughs> yes i mean this is such a huge topic isn't it and it is. our audience might have a lot of questions about what can i do with this and that and, and sometimes as parents because i'm i'm a daughter and i'm a parent Yeah. And parents might have their own expectation. For example, my own parents have grown up, you know, 1937, 1943. So they, you know, if they were living together, they would be like 80, 85 today. So they would be people that <laughs> come from another millennium and century. And they had grown up during the war where yeah. food was scarce. You were very lucky to see a house with, with a shower or with a bathroom. Oh, yeah. And so it was all news in the 40s, you know, nobody had a car. And uh, when they died, internet was just coming up to things. So it's a completely different way of looking at things because, you know, some principles are still good, you know, health and whatever. But they had this idea that um, you have to have um, a safe job. <coughs> so. You have to work for the government. You have to work in an office, the nine to five job, the accountancy job, so that it's safe, so you will not be scarce in your life. And so we pushed and pushed. So me and my brother had to do what they said because we had to do, you know, my school, it's your classic, you had to study Latin and Greek so you can go to universities, so you can get a really good job in an office. And my right. brother had to study law or economics and he chose law, but he didn't really wanted to know you know about law but it was this idea and and the little town where my dad was born in Sardinia most people had a degree because they had all this push in the 40s everyone had a degree it was like it was called the town of the people with a degree because everyone had one <laughs> yeah you have to have a degree you have to because your parents were gonna push and push and push so you would not be as poor as their generation had been during the war when people were dying like flies and and so their ways of pushing you was to be safe you have to be doing this and therefore our personal interest in in anything was going to be quashed to to be giving space to this safety and security financial security so your own hobbies and passion we're gonna take second space a uh, second place let's say in english my english today is going down the road down no it's it's right up there don't worry yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but people understand after 153 episodes either they didn't understand they stopped listening to me or they're still here they can't decipher what i'm saying thank you for listening Hundred and fifty so, episodes. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Plus yeah. five years of working at DJ radio uh -huh. station. Uh -huh. So that's a lot of talking, but yeah. yeah. And so what happens? The parents have the best intention. No parent wakes up in the morning and says, How am I gonna screw up my son, my daughter? How am I gonna ruin my life? 
We don't do that unless we are monsters. Each parent wants the best thing, but it's what they think. And they have this map of the world. <laughs> the world is like that. But the right. map is not the territory. Because if I pick up 10 people and put them in the same places and draw me a map, close your eyes, they will give us a complete different idea. You know, what's your experience in America? You gave me a different idea from my Italian friend, my Spanish friend, my Mexican friend. We all have a different perception. And so what was good for them, what was natural, etc., is not good for us. And I think that's why we have this, what we call in Italian, a scontro. We just crash and we clash because the parents keep going, no, but I know it's so important you go in this direction because for me it's important you have that degree so you can get the best job. And we're like, we don't care. We want something else. And the parents cannot do it. Oh, I spent all this money, I sent you to school, but we don't want to do that. And sometimes we do and we become very resentful because we wasted so many years doing the studies we didn't want to work the job we didn't want sometimes. And, um, and it's so hard, isn't it? And that's why I think because we as parents try to push our ideology to the children and they, when they are 13, 14, they started to come up with their own ideas. And so we clash because we are always right. And, and therefore, there's a point where we are always arguing about the cleaning, the tidying up in the house, the what time you're coming back home, and are you not helping around here? Do you think you're in a hotel? And, and all this stuff. And there has to be a, a good amount of respect because you can't just leave off your parents just like that. But there has to be a place when the parent recognizes, you know, my, my son, my daughter have a different idea about this. And I just have to let them live the dream, even if it will crash. Because they have to be able, because otherwise I'm going to be blamed forever because they couldn't live this dream. And, um, and these big fights are everywhere, all yeah. the countries, yeah. you know? You know, I, I like this metaphor of map and territory. That's a beautiful visual because uh, I used to like maps a lot. And honestly, over the years, since I'm quite a bit older than you are, it's so true. I had like books with maps about, you know, areas and countries because I was always interested in that. and. Truly, the map in the book hasn't changed from 30 years ago, but the territory has changed tremendously. And not only by natural involvements, I mean, you know, uh, earth moves, rivers find new ways to flow, all kinds of things, but of course also man-made changes, you know. Humans make a lot of changes to the territory. and But that's besides the point. But what I want to say, the roadmap that was a complete exceptional um, match for the roadmap from like, let's say 30 years ago, it actually doesn't work anymore. You will not find your way in the territory as it is right now with a roadmap from 30 years ago. So different. So then the parents come from a place of love and give you this roadmap that served them well because it was a match for the territory then. And they say, yeah, this worked for me. You gotta, this is where you go. This is what you do because look, it worked for me. It was a complete match. But the territory they grew up in has changed. 
And that's where the big C comes in again. Communication, right? So it's just that nobody's doing anything wrong. It's just coming together and actually communicating with each other. And look, okay, this is what I think you should do. But does this actually work in the world we live in today? Does it truly? Or are we just hoping it would work for my children because it has worked for me and I want nothing more than my children to be safe? I want this more than, you know, life itself. So it comes from a deep, deep felt place of love, but it may not be a good match for the world your children are living in now. And that is a place of understanding where we can come together and communicate because nobody's right or wrong. Life is what it is. And it is truly not anymore what it was 30 years ago. So how can we now find a roadmap together for our children to find their way in the world they live in, in the world they are meant to live in. They were born into a certain uh, time, in a certain space, in a certain millennium, literally, right? Um, let's embrace this. So there's no right or wrong, but let's just sit down together and look at what can make you feel alive and present and grounded in the world you are now. And yes, there's, like it was then, there's now and possibly will be in the future. There's always elements which are very distracting and probably not safe. And we can look at these too, but with a with a fresh set of eyes, with without expectations from way back then, just like, what really works for you right now? Let's look at that. So that would be one way to do it. Yes. You asked the question, which was I was going to ask you. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah, I mean, how can we fix this? Now, we do have, we're on 22 minutes, so we do have eight minutes to finish. Okay. And in those eight minutes, let's pretend that we have, you know, in the audience, some people who don't have a perfect relationship. Maybe they're children don't speak to them anymore if they do speak it's all about fighting maybe it's communication between step parents and the, the yes. children of future children yes. and um, <clears throat> you might have completely different ideas on very important topics so what are your suggestions you know two or three tips for people that want to keep peace in the house with these grown-up children who want to live their life differently and they have uh, good reasons to be yes. different from you but you you care about what you care for you have your own reasons and they have their own reasons to live in a certain way that doesn't make anyone better or worse it could be that one of them will have problems because of their choices but let's say that our idea is to want to get peace and to be able to hold a conversation without fighting what would be your first tip all right, I, okay, here it goes. I'm pretty sure not everyone will agree with me, but nevertheless, that's where I would start. Now, 
There is, we, we, talk, we touched uh, briefly on gender and age, and I think, no, sorry, um, generations and age. So the older we are in a communication, you know, there's a younger one and there's an older one. Um, the older one has the incredible benefit of having had more experiences of a lifetime in days, months, years, decades, whatever it might be. And so that is something that is can be looked at as a gift. The elder in a conversation has been gifted more experiences from which to draw from. However, these experiences have not been given to the younger person. So if we assume that the younger person will understand uh, us, our experiences as the older ones, it's gonna clash. We can talk about it, we can share it, but um, we have to allow the younger to come into their own with their own experiences. And sometimes we want the children to be safe so much that we're almost like too close to actually see those those very uh, subtle differences um that it it sometimes help helps to step back and just give each other space and just look at each other just as human beings rather than you know parent and child or um, authority and dependent, that kind of thing. Always allow for a moment of just recognizing the other as an incredible, unique, one-of-a-kind human being. And have the intention to meet on a new platform of understanding bigger and kinder and broader than any of the platforms we have met before because obviously when there was fighting and argument argument it didn't work right so whenever you want to communicate with someone we have to have the intention to create a broader platform um, more inclusive of what the other will bring in rather than thinking I know what he's gonna say he's gonna say the same thing again I don't even want to listen to it that is not communication that will immediately bring so much restriction and and uh, fragmentation that we will not be able to meet so whatever that platform um, would mean to you it can be spatial too it could be literally space or it could be yeah and even a neutral ground spatially sometimes helps like okay let's just get out of the living room let's go for a walk change the environment bring in more elements that that create a, a spaciousness or really that is not enough we also have to allow ourselves to make space in our head literally make space in our head to be able to listen to whatever the other may bring we may not like it you may think oh, this is just all nonsense i can't listen to this anymore but let's just make space to at least listen to it before we all 
you know, rejected. Rejection is the enemy of communication. Rejection is the downfall of communication. We don't have to agree with it, that's different, right? We don't have to agree with, but it's like, let's just hear what happens first. Yeah, that's a very good attitude, trying to create a space and, and maybe trying to practice talking as if it were somebody else, you know, a good friend that comes to us and says, oh, that's my opinion. And you wouldn't go and say, I'm not your friend anymore because you believe blah, 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 that is opposite. It's actually, we are so much more respectful when we talk to a stranger. If you were on television, you wouldn't be talking. I mean, nowadays people attack you and everything. And um, it's important to have that respect. And, and as they grow up, understand they're going to grow up. They're going to be different. They're not going to have my ideas about the stable job, the nine to five, the children staying in the corner and be quiet and whatever. And if I don't like my ideas, they want to live on their own. They can go and we can be friends at a distance when they are grown up. If we cannot live together because we are so different our lifestyle is impossible okay but you can be friends sometimes you become more friendly when you are not with them I became a lot more friendly with my parents when I moved out of the house and live with my grandparents I was 22 and we were suddenly able to talk about a lot of stuff because they couldn't control me anymore so well that's a perfect example for space right yeah as a big space Yes. We were, you know, two hours away in, in airplane or an hour and a half away. So we could just say, call me on the phone, how are you doing? But we couldn't say, what time did you go back home? Did you do this? Did you do that? So there was this lack of pressure and they were very authoritative when I was young. So it just changed everything. So I was more relaxed and, and everything. Although they kept their character and I kept mine. And, and that's a good thing. And... It's so sad to close the podcast now because we could be talking for ages. Maybe we could see you for another episode in the future. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, because it will be so good. When I'm back in August, let's get back and talk about more stuff because you are yes. a fountain of knowledge, aren't you, Claudia? <laughs> <laughs> so well, much to Thank you very much for having me and for doing this. And yes, um, there is lots to talk about. Yes. yes. And I, I come from a perspective that there's always another way. That's basically my mantra. So whenever something doesn't work, we'll just find another way. Yeah. I think that's the thing. If you are willing to find a way of meeting somewhere in the middle, the relationship can be always safe, be saved. But if you're going to stay like, this is my view, and everyone that doesn't hold this view is blah, 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 then you know you can't have everyone agreeing with you because we're all different and so sometimes we just have to just okay i'm gonna keep my views and you keep your views but we're still good friends we can still be parents and, and children and and, be, and the last know. thing i want to say you know it can also happen and i think we have to give that respect as well that mm. sometimes the space that has to be given in a relationship is maybe more or longer than we would like, you know, um, in terms of distance and even time that somebody literally may not want to talk to us for quite a while. And there's ways also to find peace in that. And I think that's very, very important. 
There's ways to find peace in that, that for reasons we may not even decipher completely. There is a family member who may not want to talk to us for quite a while. So there is a way to also come to an understanding what is going on there. And I find that very comforting. And I find that very helpful. Ultimately, the relationship never ends. It just changes shape and form. Mm-hmm. Great words to end the episode is about transformation and uh, that's what we all need sometimes to transform. Thank you so much for being with us, Claudia, and certainly we want to see you again. And um, I hope everyone found something good, some precious gems of knowledge and wisdom here. And if you have any questions, you can find Claudia. Let me just go to her website, claudiawenin.com and also on Facebook. So you can ask her lots of questions. Feel free to ask and she's always happy to help. Absolutely. And she can do that in German as well, just in yep, English. That's so right. There we go. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> yeah. So good. Um, so thank you everyone for listening to this episode. I hope you want to share it with your friends. Maybe write a positive review on the um, Apple iTunes so we can reach more and more people because I know of so many people that listen, but then they fail to write the review. They fail to subscribe and that really is not helpful for us so we want to grow so we can reach more people and help as as many people as possible so do that take some time to write down something if you find it useful and if you want if you have more questions more topics to talk about just tell us and we're gonna make sure that we will cover these topics so ask us what can Claudia talk about next time and give us suggestions we are so happy to have you so thank you again everyone bye bye Claudia see you soon Bye-bye, thank you. And uh, we'll see you all next week. Take care and bye-bye. You have listened to Create with Franz Sibley.